Welcome to the big 2K22 Oscar mm. prediction show. Brent, we've done that. We did this last year, I think, right? I feel like we did. I think we did. This year, we expanded a little bit of our award season stuff. We did uh, the announcements. We, yep. I think that was new. I think we did do this last year. Yeah, predictions. And then we did uh, an Oscar kind of post mortem. <laughs> <laughs> I, oh, bad choice of words from Brent. But I will say that this oh, is yeah. <laughs> this Oops. is a uh, congrats to us for having a nice uh, tradition. Now it's a thing. Now it's now an annual yeah. shebang. And I'm glad we started at the what is this 63rd Oscars or I don't know whatever this is. Yeah, as as it continues to to die and also to slowly ruin its own reputation with people that like it. <laughs> With its changes. What yeah. do you just top line? So Brent and I are going to talk about all of our predictions for who's actually going to win each category. This is really, really exciting stuff. Um, hopefully some of us are, are right. I will say we do diverge a couple big places, um, but we're lockstep, especially since there's a lot that seems pretty set in stone. Um, throughout the awards campaign. But Brent, how have you felt about this year's Oscar race? It's kind of a weird time. Omicron pushed back a ton of the normal predictor awards and really made everything longer, but comp compact. Like we had multiple award shows on same days. People were zooming into one because they just finished another. And yeah. none of this normally happens during Oscar voting, but as of well, today was the last day of Oscar voting, so That's all right. of this could be absorbed. Uh, how do you feel about the Oscar race so far this year? Um, it's been it has been really interesting because, like, we'll get into when we break down individual, you know, predictions for picture director, all that stuff. Like, it, things did feel a little more locked in a couple weeks ago. I think. Um, and there has been a little bit of chaos in, uh, you know, uh, I want to say even in best picture, it, it seems like, um, in, you know, one or two of the actor actress roles. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's been, I've, I don't think I've been following all of the award stuff as close as you all kind of catch a, catch a recap. And I try to watch the ones that, that I can, what was the, I watched, uh, we texted, I think, during Critics, right? Because I was on the CW. I feel I, like it was that. I don't know that. if I watched the Critics. I know the SAGs I watched all of. Maybe that's the one. Yeah. And I no, you're right. I, I, I watched the Critics one because I remember everybody's speech being uh, the Critics. Listen, you guys are so thank you. So what? Thank you so much. And, and then uh, we got maybe yeah. the most, uh, I, I would say, consequential moment from Jane Campion on a stage consequential is a, a good word <laughs> for that yeah. yeah um you know hey listen we've all been uh under the spotlight not knowing what the fuck we're gonna say not and, having uh, prepared to what to yeah. say you know for an award i'm clearly going to win fair just, very fair she, you know what jane campion shouldn't do audience work i think that's really what to what to take away from this she shouldn't try to yeah. warm up the audience don't do improv you know yeah if anything, just improvise like gratitude because that is like a common theme 
I think exactly. That's 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 always gonna be uh, yeah. in in vogue. Uh, oh, I feel so people. bad for winning. Oh, I I admire you and you and you and that's like that for six hours. I will say for the DGAs, yeah. these people get to talk for each nominee gets to talk for like twenty minutes on stage. Um, wow! And because there's not really too many awards. Um, yeah. So, you know, Spielberg talked for a long time, PTA, Jane Campion. So maybe she's just kind of riffing off of that. And then apparently for the New York Film Critics Award, Lady Gaga won Best Actress, uh, something that she didn't think, well, she thought was going to happen more often, but she gave like a 17 minute acceptance speech there. So when you have your wow. time, claim it, I guess, huh? Talky, talk, talk, talk. Oh yeah, take take advantage of it. And she, yeah, that's an interesting one because she's not even fucking nominated for for the Oscars, uh, yeah. but uh, was one that that I think everybody thought would be in the running. And maybe her being removed from the running has made it a more chaotic uh, best actress race, which I kind of think it has. But I guess we can get into it when we when we yeah, get there for sure. I think that that brings up a really good point. We had such clear even just in January, some clear ideas of who was going to win a lot of these awards. Um, and I mean, we were talking about Cody Smith McPhee, um, Kirsten Stewart being quote unquote locks, <laughs> you know, for their awards. Cause they were winning those early season awards yeah. um, and just a huge shift. And then especially once the nominations came out and, you know, uh, some people weren't even nominated. Denny Villanueva, I think would be number two right now for the best directing Oscar, but yeah, can't can't, can't win because he's not uh he's not even in the race. So That's things right. have definitely changed. Well, let's kick it off. We're talking mm. about every single nomination, so that includes <laughs> the shorts. I just went in or reverse order of the Vanity Fair Oscar ballot that we did, but who Ooh. knows what order this will be on? I guess on the on the actual show, if you we get to see any of them, I, I suppose it's gonna be. I... You know, just to speak about that for a sec, and I'm sure we will again. I I am honestly surprised they haven't reversed that. And now at this point, um, it feels too late to reverse it. Uh, but I don't I don't know, man. I'm very curious how that's going to work because it's like things like cinematography are not going to be in in the live show. There's going to be some kind of like recap thing they said right like later probably on in the evening they're going to do kind of a recap of like here are the winners that you know we showed that happened during commercials yeah. and i mean well i listened to a pod with the producer of this year's uh oscars really really talented guy mm -hmm. he's been very very clear about this being a celebration of of all movies and movie lovers and not just the ones nominated which is we're seeing that happen. Um, Tony Hawk presenting amazing uh, DJ Khaled. Uh, there's going to be, I believe the uh, one hour period where it's not on TV, they'll be presenting these eight awards and then their acceptance speeches will be cut into the show. So we're getting every acceptance speech, every single one we're getting. I don't know oh. if they're going to be edited, but they're going to be intercut in the show somehow maybe for the down periods i think we got a hint of the worst case scenario of this during some of the award shows this season critics that you got choice to man yeah that critics was, choice was insane yeah. i mean pta yeah. won something and west and side story won like, best editing on a splash screen wild yeah and yeah. uh <laughs> indie india 
the Independent Spirit Awards, which God bless them. They award TV as well. So I get that they don't have time. But I mean, Drive My Car won the last award at the Indie Spirits, and uh, we didn't see that. It wasn't on. T- it wasn't televised. Um, so hmm. it's kind of uh, insane. We'll have to see how this works. And I will say later on when we talk about some of these winners, there's one who's taken a very strong stand on this, and there's a chance that they're going to use their speech to talk about the uh, people who weren't, I guess, shown on the live feed. I was. I wonder yeah. if I, that is a good. Like, I don't know how this is going to work. So there's going to be a red carpet and then no televised Oscars for an hour. So, yeah, what's going to be on TV? <laughs> I have no idea. I mean, uh, yeah, I mean, maybe it'll probably be some kind of like packaged pre-show kind of like we all. Hey, we love movies like trying to just, you know, for an hour. <laughs> I I guess. Yeah, I I didn't yeah. know. OK, so I didn't know that. And I also didn't know the detail that like the speeches will be in the televised show that yeah. I, I appreciate that they're doing that at least that it's like, we're going to give them, you know, we're going to cut because I, I know that they're always so obsessed about their three, you, you know, gotta get to th- you, you three hour runtime yeah. or less. And I, I, I will that, say so. about, about that runtime, then back to what you were saying, if this show goes even a little bit over three hours, it's going to be madness. Because then what was the point? Exactly. Especially when last year we had all of them televised and it was three hours. Yeah. It was three hours, right? Like, I, I don't think it was was over three hours. Um, so, but yeah, I didn't know that detail. I still would probably prefer the the kind of tried and true method. Um, but I'm, I'm glad that, like, they're still going to give the winners their moments you know yeah yeah Yeah. what i think the biggest downside to that which i i i I mean if we're just talking about getting people on tv having like a moment that's fantastic but you know as well as i do that we're there's not going to be the same kind of spontaneous excitement because the second hans zimmer wins for dune best score someone's just going to tweet it out and we just won't see it until Later. Does that make yeah. sense? So it's not going to be a big bated breath, you know, seeing and That's finding true. out at the same time for those eight categories. I mean, there's no way they're not going to have those announced online, you know, and like this. Well, that's interesting because it's like it's also like who. I, I guess there will be uh, people there that have a big Twitter presence. Yeah. that are tweeting it out, right? Like, oh, I don't know if I follow. will be there. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess, I guess, yeah, the surprise of those eight nominees, is it? It's eight Yeah, I believe so. Eight categories. Is, is, is probably going to be ruined. I, I wonder, well, yeah, I mean, we'll get into it, but like, I'm also not going to be probably tuning into the show until eight or eight. Later. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cause of, but, you know, I'm also just going to look at YouTube clips of whatever. <laughs> But yes, yeah, let's, it'll be interesting. Yeah. Let's dive into it. We're going to watch the show. We'll see how it is, you know, Hosts, we'll have to see. I, I'm kind of holding judgment on these hosts. I'm honestly just happy that there are hosts, and we'll see yeah. how much uh, how much fun it's going to be. But let's talk about our noms. We're going to kick it off with best animated short. Now, I haven't seen any of these animated shorts. Brent, have you seen any of them? I haven't. I have not. Okay. <laughs> Listen, I just, for the I ones kn- I have no knowledge about, I, I deferred it heavily to, to Gold Derby and, yeah. and what people are saying there. Robin Robin, uh, 
know nothing about it truly sorry <laughs> it, it's 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 also weird because on this list there's n- there are no disney shorts or pixar shorts and those are hmm. normally the ones that will win or and the ones that you know most people have seen so people might have to actually seek out these shorts um I will say with your pick, so Brent chose Robin Robin, and I chose the windshield wiper. Um, from what I've heard, there's only two shorts here that are for kids, because animation you know, an- an- animation is a medium, not a genre. But Brent, yours is made by... Robin Robin is produced by Ardman. Uh, people love them. They're the people that did Wallace I and love, Gromit. I love Ardman. Chicken yeah. Run. We talked so it's about a it. safe bet, and that's why I think it's number one on Gold Derby. Uh, because I mean, they've won Oscars before already, and it's claymation. It's a thirty-minute-long short. People will really enjoy it. It's fun. It's for more kids. Of a, more of a medium. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then I chose the windshield wiper just because, from the screenshots I've seen, it kind of does a lot with animation. It's from some of the people that worked on uh, Spider Verse or Spider Man uh, into the Spider Verse. So mm. if it's a, it's a little more challenging, but I think if you're looking for like a cut and dry animated short, you pick the right one. That's like the, yeah. that's the one there's, Our, I've heard really disturbing things about some of the content in some of the other shorts, like <laughs> really hardcore torture stuff. It's wild. Animated short affairs of the art. Uh huh. That sounds a little heavy. Listen, I, was, I, I wanted to ask, are these, cause I, Oh man, I almost, I almost went to the theater to catch either this or the or the live action ones a while back, but something came up. Um, are these uh, to me? Uh, maybe this is my like millennial fucking like streaming age brain thinking. Like, are these online? Can I like stream these anywhere yet? Or are we waiting for a while? Like after Oscars? Like this is the this is the stuff where it's like to me, we should be able to like pay to watch the full package of them, right? Like, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I, a lot of them aren't, I mean, there was a year where remember that year. Well, I think it was last year that, um, Netflix had quite a few animated shorts and I bet some of the, yeah, up there somewhere. I know that Netflix has a lot of documentary shorts because I see them on my homepage right now, Mm -hmm. but yeah, I mean, these are not attached in front of features again, like the Disney stuff. So you'll really do have to seek them out. But yeah. yeah, well, sticking with animation, here are our picks for best animated feature. We both picked Encanto. It does feel like the, it, I don't know, it feels pretty solidified in its chances of winning. Although Mitchell versus the Machines is, I think, right there. I don't know, Brent. What do you think? I mean, we both picked Encanto, so. Yeah, I mean, uh, l- listen, if I was picking the one I think deserves to win, like, I won't say by far, but I liked Mitchell's versus the Machines a lot more than Encanto. I liked Encanto; it was a, it was a fun time, uh, but it really didn't hook me the same way Mitchell's versus the Machines did. I think that movie was similar to Spider Verse in its kind of creativity and imagination when it comes to animation, whereas Encanto to me felt. It's a beautiful movie. It's very colorful. Like I'll say that for sure. Um, great music, obviously, but uh, it, it wasn't as if we're talking animation. It wasn't as like groundbreaking as I thought maybe Mitchell's first The Machines was. That being said, it does seem like Encanto has been pretty much taken it mostly. I think Mitchell's got one award. I don't even remember which ones, but 
uh Encanto's been winning, right? I, I'm not even sure about that. Yeah, Encanto's been winning quite a bit. Mitchell has won um uh uh some pretty big awards like a there, there's some just oh, the animation. Annie. Yeah, the, the Annie, Annie Awards. I think yeah, just the animation awards. So it's not a bad sign for them. That's like the major one. I think that it's just, you know, the Academy as a whole, which is really, really broad, can't escape Encanto. Like it is so popular right now. Yeah. It yeah. seems to have peaked at the right moment. Um, it's on Disney Plus. Mitchell's is on Netflix. So it's not hard to see both of them. But yeah, I don't know. There's just a lot, I think, built around in Kanto as just a pop uh, as a moment in pop culture that I think <clears throat> will be hard to escape here, but who knows? Yeah, that's fair into the spider verse one. And that was, that was a surprise for a lot of people. So yeah, Mitchell's might still be happening. All right, well, let's move to another uh, uh, award and it's production design, best production design. We both picked Dune. I mean, nightmare alley is here. Power of the dog tragedy of Macbeth West side story. But I mean, this is, I think we were talking beforehand. Dune is gonna really do well this Oscars, right? Yeah, it's it's Dune good, uh, but mm. uh, yeah, no, I think you know it's it's funny because yeah, I I do have my my Vanity Fair kind of list uh, up here too. All of all of these movies have great production design, like they they all have really beautiful uh, sets and, and design. Uh, I think we talked about on one of the Oscar things how kind of crazy it is that production design, <laughs> the vastness of what that entails um, is an award they give. But uh, it's, yeah, I, th- I think Dune is a lock because of how successfully it translated, you know, just a totally different world from one we know and understand. And I think that comes down to sets, to, you know, costumes, which... I mean, that's its own category, but it's, it's, I feel like that's thought of in the same kind of realm as production design. But yeah, I think, I think this one's locked up. Uh, Patrice Vermette, I know his name because he was on the Dune pod. Uh, that, again, I'll recommend listening to that um, podcast because he's a really, really intelligent guy who talks a lot about how they developed just a totally different world of, of, you know, 20,000 years in the future and what that's like and uh, without technology really, or without computers, I should say. So um, yeah, I think that's going to take it pretty handily, you know? Yeah. It's winning a lot of the smaller trade awards. And I just feel like Dune is going to do really well because a lot of that, a lot of the, the aesthetics had to be created out of nothing like whole cloth. So there's just a lot of like world building stuff that is uh, there. Although I will say tragedy of Macbeth seems to also be kind of that it was on a giant stage. Everything had to be produced for that um, movie, but yeah, Dune's got it. I, I I can't even think of another movie that would get even close, but let's talk about the next one. It's best short documentary. We both picked the queen of basketball I, I feel like this is there's there's an, there's two that I think are gonna be neck and neck. Queen of Basketball is one. Um, it's about someone who just recently passed away, so it almost becomes kind of a timely thing to mm. celebrate an underrepresented athlete. Um, but Audible is a Netflix documentary that's short, but it is uh, 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 revolves around deaf students, and I feel like that one is you know with Coda here. I feel like it's. It, it's going to have a lot of attention on it, but the queen of basketball, uh, if I'm not mistaken, like Steph Curry's a producer. 
Shaquille O'Neal is a producer, I think. That's, too. Hey, we talked about that. Oh we my talked God. about that last year about how the winners ultimately were like the most. Uh, Laura Dern was a producer last year and she won. Yeah. Uh, yeah, dude, if you got if you got a heavy hitter to produce in a thing, it's it, you know, I'm just I'm only going by last year. Yeah, uh, it seems like that's going to really benefit you. This one was, I think, by f- not maybe not by far. I, I forget the ratios, but this one was top top on uh, on gold gold derby, too. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know anything about it. I'd love to see it. It doesn't hurt to have um, people who it's, it's about Lucy Harris Stewart who played uh, uh, basketball and uh, she went to the Olympics and was a kind of pioneer in that sport. But yeah, Shaquille O'Neal is a producer. And so is Steph Curry. So this is, it doesn't hurt to have well-known people promoting your movie. Um, That, that helps in every step of the way. So yeah, I think we're, I think queen of basketball definitely will win this one. All right. Now documentary feature, best documentary feature. We both pick, Summer of Soul. Brent, you saw, mm-hmm. we both have seen Summer of Soul, but you saw it well before I did. Yeah, yeah. I, I just, uh, it was it was one of the top things on, on Hulu, like soon after it dropped. And I was like, yeah, this sounds this sounds good as hell. Let me check this out. Uh, and it was, it was truly like one of the best things I saw overall last year. Um, it's such an incredible documentary, a really important documentary just in terms of like history, music history, um, you know, uh, it's shining a light on a thing that has been viewed as very important, uh, you know, this, this festival, um, but like has not, the footage has only recently, like Questlove got the footage and made this out of it. And it's just a, it's just a beautiful, beautiful documentary that I was, I was actually, uh, watching Questlove on, I think, uh, one of the late night shows, and he actually had this. Is it, really... the ten- is it the Tonight Show? Because he's there every night, Brent. No, no, <laughs> it's yeah. I guess it, yeah. I guess so, right? But no, it's the one with uh, the other SNL guy. Jesus Christ, I forget his name. Seth Myers. Seth Myers. Yeah, uh, he had this great anecdote about how he kept like seeing Spielberg at these award shows, and he kept wanting to like introduce himself and. Uh, and he finally built up the courage and said, like, yeah, I made Summer of Soul. And then Spielberg was just, like, heaping praise on him for, like, 15 minutes about how That's good awesome. Summer of Soul was, which is super cool. Um, and it's, like, yeah, it's it's a very, uh, yeah, it's, it's a beautiful documentary, I think. I've heard a lot about Flea. I still haven't seen it. Um, I don't know anything about these other ones. But to me, Summer of Soul is just, like, a undeniable yeah. win here. Yeah, Attica, as I believe on Showtime, I watched uh, some of that. Flea, I think, would be the one to upset Summer of Soul because Flea is nominated for the it, like breaking records being nominated in the three categories it is nominated in. It's a foreign language, it's animated, and it's a documentary. <laughs> so there's a lot here that's like makes Flea really special. It may end up not winning any of those. But if Flea wins, it's definitely because of, I think, the new international voters in the Academy and kind of just how impressive that movie is just in like a in a technical um, scale. But Summer of Soul, I think, is also, uh, you know, it's it's hard to separate the the goodwill of some of the that people have towards some nominees. And Mm -hmm. Questlove is one of those people like he has been around for so long, incredibly passionate about music. 
And this is like him making something about something that an event that most people didn't know about. And I feel like that goodwill will only help Summer of Soul um, mm-hmm. win, really. Um, but yeah, so again, lockstep so far, we've only, you know, had different choices twice. But it may yeah. come up soon. Oh, but not right now, because for <laughs> best costume design, we both picked Cruella. I mean, this is pretty straightforward. That movie is about fashion. And it has some amazing costumes. So, I mean, yeah, I, I mean, I else could win. I had a, you know, I, I, I should watch Corella. Uh, and I, I feel like I like wanted to check it out at multiple times and then just like, I, I don't know, got distracted by other things coming out. Um, I heard it was pretty fun. Uh, and I've, I've seen a lot of the costumes like on, uh, like Twitter and social media and stuff. And it's like, it's kind of undeniable, like, yeah, those costumes are undeniable. And this is another one that, like, all of the... Uh, I haven't seen Cyrano. Uh, I could see. I could check that period, one out soon. Period piece, yeah. Yeah, uh, but, like, Dune, Nightmare Alley, West Side Story. Nightmare Alley's a little bit, like, classical, like classically, uh, you know, the, the costumes are, like, really mm-hmm. well done. They're really beautiful. Um, but, uh, I mean, yeah, Dune, West Side Story, too, are also incredibly well done costumes but i think cruella has a lot of creativity going in for it so yeah yeah cruella i feel like is definitely if anyone wants to win this category make a movie that is in a time period and about fashion because that's what cruella is it like checks both of those boxes um yeah, because it gives it gives costume designers. Yeah. I don't know who did the I costumes. Don't, I don't want to the big the big ones. I don't want to spoil it brent but in cruella she does light her dress on fire and it becomes a different dress. I think, I think that's in the trailer. Spoiler. And I remember thinking that's very cool. <laughs> very cool. But I think, uh, yeah, that type of project is probably whoever did the costume design. Um, I probably know their name because there's a few really famous costume designers. And this is probably one of them I know. But like, yeah, they and- probably have have a ball they probably just go fucking ham on it you know so uh jenny beaven she oh, already no. okay. ha- she, she already has two oscars for costume Whoa. um nice. she's done so many great movies i mean her the list of movies is really really long including mad max fury road damn um and a room with a view those are the two times she's won but she's been nominated 11 times so Fuck. it's like win number three for her huh I guess so. And we'll talk now about best adapted screenplay. Now we both chose Coda here, but this doesn't necessarily mean it's not a category that is, I would say, in a state of uh, uncertainty because the other films yeah. nominated are Drive My Car, Dune, The Lost Daughter, and The Power of the Dog. And there isn't really... Th- I would say the screenplay awards this year are... A hot mess. Nobody knows anything. Yes, because people are the 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 winner of some of these awards aren't even nominated elsewhere or vice versa. Don't look up. Just won the Writers Guild. Um, so it's 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 well. That's that's original though. I know that can still win. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, we don't. We really don't know because I I feel like this is an award. I I, if you remember, uh, I I forgot his name but he won for the father the last father. year really really late that was adapted oh from the play okay, from yeah. his play which technically is there's a gray area there you know kind of mm-hmm. like um 
uh, uh, there are some things later on that, well, like adapted screenplay could also be from a short film. You adapted it from a short to a feature, which yeah. also doesn't really kind of make sense. But True. we both picked Coda. Coda just won the Writers Guild last night. But I think Power of the Dog definitely has a chance. And The Lost Daughter, Maggie Gyllenhaal, has won several awards already for adapting that book. Uh, but yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm not, I, I'm not 100% sure about this is what I'm trying to say. I am not either, man. Yeah, it could be Power of the Dog could easily take it. Lost Daughter, Lost Daughter to me would be a little more surprising than Coda or Power of the Dog. But, but you know, like it'll come up again or maybe it won't for mine, I guess. But to me, not to spoil the big ones, but like mm-hmm. I think this one might be the one that Coda takes. Yeah. You know, and it's um, because good... it's either this one or the or the big one. You know, yeah. I I think it there just is a lot of heat building on Coda. I mean, Spicy. Jesus Christ, the sponsored ads on my Twitter, like daily from multiple cast members of Coda yeah. that just pop into my feed. And it's like, damn, dude, they are hitting it hard. Yeah. So yeah, we'll talk about Coda a couple more times, but yeah. Um, because they're for sure winning an Oscar at least, but Coda is, I mean, they have Apple, the richest company in the world, sponsoring a lot of True. their ad campaigns. Yeah. They were just at the White House today. Joe really? Biden invited the cast of Coda to the oh White House. Wow. No other movies are going to the White House right now. It's yeah. There's a lot happening around Coda, but I feel like that's why it's here. But if this is an award that's that goes to power of the dog, it's a power of the dog sweep, I feel. Because if it wins this, it's Power of the Dog is just going to straight up win everything. I don't know how you feel about that, but mm. I, I'm I'm surprised yeah. that, um, yeah. I, let me just say, I'm, I'm kind of surprised at the re- the rest of the nominations. But uh, yeah. <laughs> kind of a wild, a wild ride. But who yeah. knows? I, I mean, a foreign film can totally come here in here like the father and just win, like drive my car or something. Totally possible. Yeah, that's right. very true. Yeah. Well, here's let's stay in this uncertainty for another uh, nomination where we kind of uh, change here. Ooh. But best original screenplay, Brent, you chose Licorice Pizza by Paul Thomas Anderson, and I chose Belfast. So mm. I don't. What Brent? Why? I mean, I don't want to ask you why. Obviously, Licorice Pizza is an amazing screenplay, and PTA is well deserved. But how do you feel about this category? Listen, I'll be honest, man. This is this this one I didn't really stick to what has the most heat right now. Partly because there are kind of four out of five that have various levels of heat. I'm just gonna um, it's it's Belfast, Don't Look oh, yeah. Up, King Richard, Licorice Pizza, and the worst person in the world. Yeah, to to me, I'll be honest, my my uh bias has has kind of uh, trickled into my selection here. It's very much been the one that I think early on before the award show started, um, everybody thought was like one of the locks. They were like, you know, I think I think PTA has not got an Oscar. I still think that that is a that is a kind of heavy thing that's that's you know weighing into the voting a little bit. But um, it's it's kind of my hope. It's it's I, I'm not a hundred percent on it by any means, not even super close. But because like Belfast is one what writing stuff, don't look up like you said has uh, King Richard has right. Yeah, I think King Richard won something. Uh, I think it won the Baftas. I think the Baftas. I think that's what it was. Um, wild. 
and it, it's funny because like aside from licorice pizza i'd probably i'd say like worst person in the world should probably win it but you know um belfast isn't isn't a a, a badly written movie it's a it's a you yeah. know it's a it's a fine movie and uh i i don't want don't look up to win <laughs> I don't want don't look up to that, win any awards, but that's, that's one just of the my, wildest. When it won yeah. Writers Guild, I didn't. I really didn't understand. I was like, "What is happening?" But you can't yeah. underestimate Adam McKay's or like the goodwill of some of these people in their communities. Adam McKay is a writer's writer. He's everywhere. He supports to you know good causes. Um, so I, I feel the same thing about Guillermo del Toro. Nightmare Alley is like way overrepresented here. They're nominated in everything, <laughs> including Best Picture, which is insane to me. It, it is, but it is, and I yeah. yeah. But As that's why who loves him and didn't like, love that movie. It is. Yeah. There's a power to who is driving that movie, and I think that's mm-hmm. what we're seeing with Don't Look Up. But I didn't think it was as powerful as winning over PTA. But I guess. It could be. This one's weird. I feel like this is going to go to like a writer director, a hundred percent. PTA. I, I was texting you. I think about the way he writes his scripts. He doesn't. He didn't actually make the script for Licorice Pizza available. So I don't know if that oh. hurts him or help him. No one's going to sit down and read a script. But normally, all of the nominated mm. screenplays get put online somewhere. Um, I just feel like Kenneth Branagh is everywhere. He's 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 talking about how personal this movie is. This is his Roma, and that worked out well for Alfonso Cuaron a lot. Definitely, it's yeah. black and white. Um, and then he's I, look. This is this is look at this magazine. Look at the front page of this magazine is Belfast, and the oh back my God. Belfast. <laughs> Belfast is everywhere, and so we'll have to see. But I I I have a feeling that we have the answer between PTA or Kenneth Branagh. It's one of them. Original screen. Yeah, I you know, I hope I hope it's Branna over uh, you know McKay. No no offense to McKay, yeah. but uh, Bel- Belfast was a much more kind of affecting movie than uh, Don't Look Up to me. Personally. Yeah, uh, I, we'll we'll have to see. I think just because you said that Don't Look Up is a hundred percent winning. Oh god damn it! Oh boy, <laughs> best makeup and hairstyling is next. You chose Cruella, and I chose the eyes of Tammy Faye. Brent, why did you pick Cruella? I think I'm wrong. I think okay. I'm wrong on this one because I, okay. I I picked this one before I got to costumes, and mm. uh, I think it's Eyes of Tammy Faye and Cruella are very neck and neck on Gold Derby. I but yeah. As, as I got to costumes, I was like, oh, I think this might be Cruella's, and yeah. Tammy Faye does have obviously that big, you know, centerpiece kind of yeah. showy. It's um, yeah. It's not as insane that you pick Corella because I think the same movie winning makeup and hairstyling and costume happens often. It's Off, yeah. It's it's kind of wild. I mean, this is I believe uh, Alice in the Wonderland won this award and beat, you know, some like really big prestige movie and it kind of surprised everyone at the time. So, I don't think it's necessarily um the eyes of Tammy Faye's to lose. I just, there's a lot yeah. in the movie. Eyes of Tammy Faye and House of Gucci is nominated too. Um, mm, so, yeah, I don't know if I, if I totally clocked that. Wait, is it? Oh, it is. Yeah. Oh, it's like cut off on my, on my thing here. Um, yeah. Uh, it'll be interesting to see. Yeah. I, uh, I still haven't seen Eyes of Tammy Faye. I, I kind of want to just check. I, I think Cyrano and then Tammy Faye, I'm going to check out before Sunday if I have time. Um, cause I'm curious about them, about the performances in them and stuff like that. So, yeah. 
it'll it, it, we'll have to see and and this plays into a later on category as well um best sound we both pick dune what can we say about this i've, I've seen like and heard multiple podcasts and ads for specifically the sound of dune uh, i don't know if you've seen them but i've seen it's uh, impressive as hell Oh man, it's it's incredible. It's uh, on on the Blu-ray I have for the movie. I, I did a dive into the featurettes, uh, and one of them is has kind of gone a little viral on like Twitter, uh, no, not Twitter, but linking through Twitter. But there's like a 25 minute like Sound of Dune featurette where it's just like it's so fucking impressive, man. Because it's it's similar to production design of like how do we make all of these sounds from a completely new world that like, you know, in, in, in like future of humanity that uh, we've never heard before. And, and the way that they did that, even down to the, um, uh, what do you call it when you record sound? Foley? Fo- yeah. Uh, yeah. Like the Foley work and stuff is, is so impressive. And like the creativity there. Um, I think, I think it's a lock. Yeah. Yeah. Do, do, and we're going to, I guess we're going to talk about doing a couple more times. So maybe I won't, talk about this until much later on but dune has a lot of support and uh yeah best original song this one is interesting because well first of all they just announced an hour ago that all of these nominees will perform which a lot of people were waiting for it especially since they announced that we don't talk about bruno will have a, a live performance before they announced any of the nominated songs which is kind of that wild. it will yeah, we don't talk about Bruno is going to be at the Oscars. That's hilarious. It makes sense to me if they're trying to get it. Is, yeah, yeah. It's 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 crazy. It's not nominated. I, I understand it, but we don't talk about Bruno is like my heart will go on level popular. It's number one on Billboard. It's been there for four weeks, and <sighs> it, it it's really you can't ignore that whatever is happening. It, it's bigger. It's bigger than yeah. Let It Go from Frozen as of right now. It's. Jesus like Christ! Bigger that. than that song, which is wild. But uh, "Be Alive" from King Richard, "Dos or or Uruguitas" from Encanto, "Down to Joy" from Belfast, "No Time to Die" um, from "No Time to Die," and "Somehow You Do" from "The Four Good Days." But we both picked "No Time to Die," Billie Eilish. I it's maybe yeah. just because since um, I guess Me- Sam Mendes started making James Bond movies and Adele one, there's kind of a prestige to these songs now, huh? Because they weren't always like this. No, yeah, and, and it's funny because I remember Jesus. It was like a year. God, how long ago was it? When whenever the the Eilish uh, Bond song dropped. Oh, it, it's and they pushed they pushed 007 back like ten times. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Like the first the first or second time I heard it, I was like, first of all, it's going to be cool to see Billie Eilish sing at the Oscars, and also she's going to win because this song fucking rules. Yeah. Um. I uh yeah I I think you know she's been winning stuff that you no know, time to die has been winning stuff I think it's the best song from from these uh, I don't remember any of the other ones even the damn Beyonce one because I guess I turned it off and the credits rolled uh, but no you know Dos Origuitas um in Encanto is really good Down to Joy I think I don't remember that but I think the artist is not going to perform maybe out of some like vaccination concern or something. Uh, you're talking about so Van Morrison. Not, yeah. I don't think he's performing. Uh, yeah. So I don't know who's, I, I guess they're just skipping Belfast song. Uh, but, I, I think uh, somebody is singing it and it's not Van Morrison. Does that make sense? Um, Cause they, okay, uh, yeah. 
yeah, we'll have to see. I, this, this is a big deal because there's like a favoritism thing going on. Like if one of these people or if one of the songs isn't performed, then none of them will because, you know, you have excluded one of the nominees. Yeah. I wonder who is, and I'm sure we could find out. They just tweeted it. I'm sure we can find out who's singing that song, but it'll be, this is Lin-Manuel Miranda's chance at an EGOT. If, she, if he wins the Oscar for uh, the Encanto song, um, which is, yeah. again, really possible, but it just seems like the last two times a Bond song has been nominated, they've won. So it makes sense to see Billie Eilish, but well, we'll see. He's yeah. going to eat that anyways. He's, he's got like 10 movies a year now. He's something. still young. He's, he's, he's not even up there in age. He's got it at some point. Speaking of someone who's still young, Hans Zimmer um, is probably going to win. Our next category is best score. We both pick Hans Zimmer for Dune. Much like those sound featurettes and ads, I've seen an equal amount of Dune. Hans Zimmer. And he is campaigning. Yeah. He is out oh, yeah, there. Dude. I, I mean, I'm sure he's... He what did yeah. he win his other Oscar for? Inception? I don't know. I he might have a couple or more. Um Yeah, I mean, and and I get it. I know that everybody kind of campaigns when they get the heat, but like also this is like he skipped working with Nolan to make the Dune score because like Villain Wave, uh the book was really personal for him. And it's like I think his work on Dune is fucking like staggering that that's that score is so inventive and the way that they like made essentially new instruments out of instruments that exist but then augmenting them in various ways um i don't know if you watched that video of the live performance uh that i sent out of like he's on guitar he's a, he's playing a fucking ibanez and there's like the cellist he always has and there's like the vocalist doing like uh paul's theme and it's just, it's so fucking good, man. Like Zimmer is, is one of the, like if, if Williams wasn't in the picture, he'd be like on yeah. another fucking level. He already Han, is on another level. Hans Zimmer so is the second yeah. best living composer. Definitely. I, I agree with that for sure. Like in, in his work on Dune is, is incredible. Like, yeah, it's, I, I think he's going to win and he should. And I, I just wish they were performing some of the Dune songs live too. Oh, come on. Brent, here's the thing, Brent, you have two more Oscars where there's a chance they're going to play. Cause I, for me, if you're just thinking logically and Hans Zimmer is about to win for the best score in Dune, he technically should win for the second Dune movie. <laughs> Does that make sense? Like he, there's going to yeah. be some new themes. It may, it's going <laughs> to, Dune at the is going to get nominated again in like two years and yeah, have true, and yeah. may win even more because from what I hear there are some characters that will have even wilder costumes and they can maybe win that as well add that he won for the Lion King in 1994 but that oh, is it yeah. he's oh, that, that's well, the only one he's won he's been nominated wow. times so it's a little bit of a it's kind of like a PTA thing. Although he ha he does have an Oscar, but it's like have, yeah. you've been putting in incredible work for yeah. decades. Like, let's give you another one because also Re super yeah. recognizable music. I think like yeah, the, the yeah. Pirates of the Caribbean theme. You know, a lot of the new DC songs. Dude, if I, I just want to plug this too, if you have not seen you or anybody listening have not seen the Hans Zimmer live concert on Netflix. It's like two, two and a half hours. It's one of the fucking it's best the thing. Dude, it's the hits. 
He, I mean, he's out there like playing piano. He's out there fucking shredding on guitar. It's it's so good. It's like good. they get like a full choir. They get it's incredible. So check that out if you haven't. You know, I, I made a short once, and the uh, the the talented woman who did some of the music for it says that she uh, Hans Zimmer is a machine. He doesn't sit. I think we all think he sits down and composes stuff. He's got a crew. He's yeah. got like 200 composers that bring him <laughs> motifs and riffs and he decides which ones work, but he's good at it. He's yeah, a, man. It's almost like best. a, like a communal, uh, what do you call that? Like a, the Hans boys, the Hans, the Hans, crew. the Hans, Hans boys and girls, Hans, Hans crew. Yeah. Let's talk doing a little <laughs> bit more the same. Yeah, I, I know so. because our next category is best visual effects, which I believe will go to Dune. Um, yeah. I, I don't see anything here that maybe get, I, I, I will say that like maybe if there was an upset, it'd be no time to die more than it is any of the Marvel stuff or free guy, just because there's a lot of practical effects in that, like explosions and, mm. and whatnot. Um, so, but I mean, it's not even a, it's a moot point. Dune's probably going to win this. We're yeah. Really- I mean, it, it won the uh, visual effects award. At mm-hmm. the at like the actual visual effects artist thing that yeah. happened, I'm not making and, that up. And you know, I'm going to talk about this now. It's not the last Dune Award here, but uh, Denny Villanueva Villanueva has been such a pro. I can't believe he's not nominated, but he is out still every day. He's still doing six events, and yeah. he's not nominated. He can't win. He talks up the team. He talks about yeah. all of the craftspeople which I think is one of the reasons why Dune is going to walk away with six Oscars, um, partially because when he gets like a giant megaphone, he just sings praises about the crew, um, which is not always the case. I'll talk off mic, but there are some people nominated in that category that talk about themselves (laughs) in best director. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm a big fan of Denny because he, is just like trying to lift his entire crew into Oscar winning, you know, roles, which is going to happen for a lot of them. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I, I, I'd be as stoked about all of their work as, as he is too. If it's, I mean, it's, it's his dream project and all the, all the crafts work in that movie really is on another level. And uh, yeah, um, yeah, I mean, it, uh, again, I'll plug the VFX artists react guys. Um, They've done, I think, they, they got the the guy who's going to win an Oscar, I think, um, on their show. And he breaks down. Uh, I think they had two different episodes where he breaks down different things in Dune. And the, they're all VFX artists. And they're just like, yeah, this is fucking incredible work. And it's like, it's because they had a lot of time to work on it. They had like real world things like, like uh, you know, obviously like fireflies influencing the ornithopters and stuff like there's a lot of like real care put into the VFX, uh, which is, you know, I, I wouldn't say is, is always the case in, you know, maybe things like Marvel movies and, and stuff like that. Uh, but uh, yeah, I think, I think the, it's a lock. Yeah. It's going to, it's going to be exciting, especially considering that we're going to get a little more Dune. So we'll have to see what happens next, but I'm sure everyone comes back except now they have Oscars uh, best live action short. We both pick the long goodbye. I'll talk about why I picked the long goodbye. Mm-hmm. It's because it, the person who would win and accept this award is Riz Ahmed, who directed and stars in it. And okay, I feel yeah. like he is going to, you know, he's going to win an Oscar. And it's not going to be for acting, unfortunately. 
but I think it's going to be for the long goodbye. We talked about star power in the shorts earlier. It doesn't get more star powery uh, than this. So yeah, that's why I picked the, the long goodbye. And it's yeah. very topical. It's 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 uh, about um, you know being Muslim. So it's a like it's like a very important short film. Yeah, I mean th- this again. I haven't seen <laughs> I haven't seen the shorts. Uh, but this one was was you know up there on who they expect to win. I I saw Riz Ahmed in the in the thumbnail and I was like, I I fucking want to watch that. I, I love Riz Ahmed. Um, I don't even know if I've heard about this one. I haven't heard about the others. So this is this is one of the wildest things about this. Is this is I believe a trailer for an album. Um, but it's oh, wow. it's a it's an accompaniment trailer short film for a music album from Riz Ahmed. It's wild. Very wild. But good we'll rapper. have to see. Yeah. yeah. And I think that may be what, uh, yeah, it, it, it's interesting, but it's probably going to win. Um, and unfortunately, Riz Ahmed's going to win his first Oscar off screen. <laughs> um, oh. but yeah, we'll have to see. All right. Yeah. Best film editing. We diverge here too, because this mm. is one of the wild, this is maybe the most influx category. I don't know if you agree with me, but they've given awards for this already. Best editing. And two of them are not even here nominated because it's Don't Look Up, Dune, King Richard, The Power of the Dog, Tick, Tick, Boom. Um, uh, at BAFTAs, No Time to Die won Best Film Editing, which surprised a ton of people. Hmm. At okay. the Editing Awards, King Richard won for Drama and Tick, Tick, Boom won for Comedy Musical. Um, okay. And <laughs> it's it's just one of the wildest categories, I think. Um so I think you pick Dune, I pick Tick, Tick, Boom, but Dune is smart because it's like the default. Does that make sense? Like, if you're not sure yeah. who's going to win, it's probably going to be Dune. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Um, I mean, yeah, uh, I, I, again, I'm kind of uh, thinking about the uh, Fury Road year where like the literally the craft categories kind of unified and that one was was editing. I think the the editing job in, in Dune is is spectacular, like to to manage the world building the tone the plot the characters the way that they did um i think is a really tremendous editing job that being said tick tick boom uh, i didn't even think about really just now in terms of editing there's some really creative interesting editing yeah. in that movie um in terms of like i was just watching uh, a vocal coach ran that like like just was before the the recording this like a vocal coach react to uh, first to West Side Story, and then I was like, "Oh, she did Tick Tick Boom also." And it was the uh, what was it called Therapy or no? Yeah, I yeah. know the, the song. Yeah, yeah, where, um, they, where they fight, where they fight, but it's jumping back and forth between yeah, this good. live performance and like their fight, and like yeah, the editing there is very very interesting, and I think uh, well done too. So I could see that one going as well. I think that's why I chose it. I think people may look for most editing. Um, I mean, there's there was that year Bohemian Rhapsody won this award uh, oh, because 1917 people just thought, oh, there's no editing in that movie, there's six even cuts. though there was. <laughs> there's creative, well done editing it, in that movie. That so it, it, I feel like the default is either Dune, a movie that's really big, um, that has has a lot of editing, or uh, something that's really showy like Tick Tick Boom or Don't Look Up. But I didn't vote for Don't Look Up. I, I forgot this. The other like. To say that so many films have won this award, Critics' Choice went with West Side Story for best film editing. So it's not even, there's, yeah. there's not even enough. There's like six movies that have won this award, and who knows 
which one the Oscars will go to, but um, we'll have to see. Yeah. This is one of those toss-ups that will either make people feel really smart or not know anything. I mean, who, who even like, how do you even judge editing? It doesn't even make sense to me. <laughs> Wouldn't it make sense? It doesn't like you, you're always taught editing should be something like visual effects where you don't notice it. And exactly. Yeah. Something th- my brief fucking period in a digital video class in college uh, was, yeah, my, my only foot in that door. Uh, you've done a lot more editing than me, but yeah, you're kind of like, you're, you're trying to make something that's invisible um, or, or thematic, you know, it's yeah. like, in, like invisible. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Invisible would be Dune and thematic would be tick, tick, boom. So, yeah. or don't look up. Uh, <laughs> don't look up is, I, I think the editing in that movie is bad, but uh, who I don't know. You know, I, I've got obviously got my knives out for that movie, I guess. But uh, yeah, I think one of us is going to be right. <laughs> one of us is going to be right. Dune, you've already in character given Dune six Oscars, um, and I've only given yeah. it five. But uh, <laughs> time to give it another one, huh? Because uh, best <laughs> for best cinematography, it does feel like Dune is going to have this one locked up. Greg Frazier has done a great job, made a ton of movies. This would be his first Academy Award, which I think is, my gosh, past due and also not going to be his last. <laughs> he just made the Batman, didn't he? And he's shooting Dune again. So uh, he's going to yeah. get another shot or two at the fucking well there was a there was a moment where power of the dog with with uh ari wagner was 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 thought to be a contender she'd be the first female to win a first cinematography but it just kind of hasn't materialized at all and dune is just kind of a force and it's uh i mean it seems like it's going to pick it up here and i'm just excited for greg frazier i'm glad that he's getting recognition he's the bad boy of cinematography there's multiple pod eps where it's him and roger deakins talking about cinematography and how they use totally different machines and approaches and he may actually tangentially win another one at the technical oscars because they're giving the volume a special technical oscar and surprise surprise greg frazier a huge part of that (laughs) thing that we now are going to see in every single movie tv show it was used in the batman which is kind of wild but brent uh what do you think about Dune. I mean, it's just another Denny Villeneuve like cinematography award, right? Yeah, I, th- I think the uh, when I think about the cinematography in that movie, it's uh, it's it's obviously beautiful, and it's it's this again, like I've said a couple times, like this totally new uh, world, this to this new environment that we haven't really. I mean, we've seen deserts. Don't get me wrong, but it's like even beyond that, it's like the to me, it's the scale of of Dune is something that he uh showcased uh really really well also in uh fuck he did rogue one didn't he Mm -hmm. yeah i mean uh, he's great with scale and and that's something that dune needed and he just he blew it out of the water i I do want to say i think all of the nominees in this category are all great power the dog i mean beautiful movie tragedy and Macbeth, obviously very stylized but uh beautiful as well west side story nightmare alley both a little more classical but i think uh uh oh, what's his name uh Yanush Kaminsky uh I know I have again my knives out for him sometimes and his uh methods uh but I think he absolutely fucking slayed it on West Side Story it's a beautiful movie and he but, has an Oscar uh, already right he, he has, has a couple I, I think yeah. he he yeah Schindler's List and another one uh but yeah I think this is going to be uh Greg Frazier's year for that it's it's weird how cyclical things are because the reason why Greg Frazier 
transition to like big movies was Jane Campion using him, taking a chance on him for her uh, movie Bright Star. And then of course he he made Zero Dark Thirty and stuff. There's a lot of like, this is a big Campion year. I feel like things lining up, people that she influenced, um, a rematch with Steven Spielberg. It's a big big Campion year, but uh, yeah, yeah. for Greg Frazier. All right, here we go. We're going to go through a string of locks, I think here because we are talking about acting awards yeah yeah best actress we both have ariana debose i mean i she has she is actually with jane campion the most consistent winner i think maybe will smith too but she is like about to break history um and for a role that rita moreno played you know four decades ago uh i mean and she's given great speeches so I don't see anything derailing her. Yeah, I think I think this is going to be hers. This this feels like it's it's very much like uh uh funneled into being the big West Side Story award whereas like I don't think it'll get anything else, I guess. Yeah. But but also like for how great uh you know everybody is uh more or less one person uh, who we won't mention uh, is in this movie and the cast is fucking great. Everybody's, you know, most everyone is great. Uh, um, I think Ariana DeBose is, is incredible in this movie. And she, like I just said, like I was watching like the vocal coach react to America and she stops at halfway through and she's like, who is this? I don't know who this is. And she is like amazing. Like her acting is great. Her voice is incredible. Her dancing is like on another level. So yeah, it's just, again, you could maybe say it's like doing the most, but it's kind of not in terms of acting. It just happens to be, she's also singing and dancing fucking incredibly well. Um, she's the best performance in that movie. Oh yeah. I'm so happy about her seeming like a lock. Yeah. She is the most memorable part of that movie, I think. And that's like, when we talk about some of these, it's, it, that's like the, the trick Dune cinematography. You remember like, screenshots of dune um yeah and it's the same here arena debose you remember her uh performance it's there's some irony here because she was in like she's she's part of the um kind of background uh cast of the original hamilton show and she's about to win an oscar before anyone else from hamilton which is insane, but she's incredibly yeah. talented and she's, she's in this fantastic movie. And I think it's just a continuation of her story. Cause she's really young too. Just like when Rita Moreno won hers kind of, kind of yeah. wild. Well, let's talk about yeah. actor in a supporting role. I'm really happy. This is maybe the one I'm most happy for, Same. Same. but best actor, best supporting actor. We both chose Troy Kotzer from Coda. I mean, he has some of the, I mean, talking about memorable earlier, his role in that movie is so good. And uh, he's, he's obviously like a fantastic actor. And, um, you know, this, he may be the reason why Coda is getting this big surge because he is such a great champion for that film when he was the only one being awarded. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I mean, Troy Kotzer, it's, it's going to be his, it's going to be his turn on stage. I'm excited for him. Yeah, it, it definitely seems like a lock now. And I, I too, I think this is like, yeah, the, the, the happiest, my, you know, the, the best kind of, uh, you know, um, uh, category, I think, out of, out of all these. I, I'm really, like, all of his prior 
you know, speeches as kind of narrated by a, uh, a, a deaf translator um, have been so funny and also really like heartfelt. And uh, he's, he's so incredible in that movie in a, in a, you know, a role that has, I, I don't know if he ever really, I don't know if he speaks, I don't think he speaks at all. Um, but uh, just what he's able to do with his, uh, his signing and his eyes. Um, oh, and yeah. And you talked about how he, oh, he's yeah. so funny in that movie. Like he's he so, is funny. so funny. Him and him and Mar- uh, Mary Matlin, right? Yeah. That's her name. Yeah, right? yeah, his yeah. wife in that have mm-hmm. the, the, such a funny dynamic dude where it's like, you're immediately like this. is These parents are like the, the fucking best parents I've seen in the movie in a while. Yeah. They're like, having loud sex when their yeah. daughter's friend is over and like when they're not when they're yeah. not supposed to because of like a rash. oh yes yeah that's it's, right <laughs> it's it's so good and he plays the subtle moments just as much as he plays like the big ones he becomes mm-hmm. like a, his character's like a leader in that movie too um yeah and it's yeah, yeah it's really good it's kind of one of those her, him and ariana debose and you know we'll talk about the other actors too but like it seems like they're winning for what could be their best roles which is yeah, yeah. so great because oftentimes you get some of these legacy awards. Like I, I, I feel like PTA even winning this time feels weird because you know, he no Here, country yeah. for, or sorry, uh, there will be blood is a PTA movie. <laughs> and you're like, what yeah. the hell? There's, he's not winning for that. So, but this is True. like an example of someone winning for a truly like maybe one of the best performances um, that we'll see them. But yeah, really excited yeah. for that. Troy Coats are a lock. And then we've got Best Actress. Uh, I think going into award season, one that we kind of didn't know what was going to happen, but now has has definitely become a really sure thing. And that we both chose Jessica Chastain for The Eyes of Tammy Faye as Best Actress. She is orchestrating a fairly clean sweep of all of the other Best Actress awards. And it's not... It shouldn't be that surprising because we've seen many actresses win for biographical roles where there's like transformations to what they're what they look like. And Jessica mm-hmm. Chastain said she sustained like some permanent scarring from the oh, makeup of the eyes of Tammy Faye, which wow. I was like, is that good? Is that bad? Is this just like a is this like an anecdote? That sounds some insane. Marlon Brando shit. God and damn. there's like a there's a there's also the storyline of the fact that she pushed this movie to be made. She produced it. She was like really involved in in the writing of this movie, so it's like a passion project. Plus, there's the goodwill thing, and as of right now, she says she's going to be talking in her speech about the categories that weren't shown, and she's boycotting the red carpet. So I feel like on all cylinders, Jessica Chastain is going to win this award. Um, and it's weird because she isn't even there at all of the events. Like she's sending videos from a set thanking people like she's not like meeting and greeting everyone she's skipping red carpets and here she is she's gonna win a best actress which i'm glad yeah that's i guess i guess you you must i guess you know a little more of the precursors in terms of actress i know she's won a couple um i thought no i guess out of all these yeah i guess it just has been her if not lady gaga who's not even nominated so like i guess yeah i I mean chastain is obviously one of these like incredible actresses who, you know, like, uh, I don't know, like Amy Adams really, where it's like, we recognize this is a really stellar talent and whether or not it will align with what the Academy picks is, you know, 
up to you know to tbd i guess but yeah this seems like her year uh i i am excited to check this movie out even i hear the movie is not great but she is like everything good about it like she she really is good even though it's it's a very kind of makeup heavy it's very it's a lot but um i mean i'm excited this to see that i i hope she fucking burns the 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 you know <laughs> the people playing you know not not the people planning the Oscars, but that decision. I hope she, uh, you know, has a, a fiery speech. Have plan, you seen the righteous like gemstones? Yes, I've now seen all okay. of it. Yeah. Well, you can't watch Eyes of Tammy Faye anymore because you oh. will. It's a very it's a serious movie. It's like a bio, biographical movie. But if you've yeah. seen the righteous gemstones, <laughs> you'll have like a little smile, you know, the whole time. Yeah, it definitely uh, looked very similar. I mean, I think they were inspired by. Uh, Tammy and the pastor. I forgot the pastor's name. Andrew Garfield's character. Andrew Garfield's character. Yeah. I I could see in this category. So like Olivia Coleman, Penelope Cruz, Nicole Kidman, Kristen Stewart are all nominated. The only one I, I would really worry about. Well, I don't know. It seems like it's a lock, but Olivia Coleman, the Academy loves her. She's won awards. She wasn't supposed to before at the Oscars. Penelope Cruz is interesting too, because we've never seen Penelope Cruz. Parallel Mothers, which is a fantastic Pedro Almodovar movie. She hasn't this this nomination was a surprise, and she's never been put up against any of the other um, nominees. So we don't really know if people love Penelope Cruz. I just don't think people have seen Parallel Mothers. Um, yeah. And then Kidman won a bunch of awards early on, and Kristen Stewart. It was supposed to be her year, but it seems like Jessica Chastain is is all but you know, locked up to win this thing. Yeah. I think, uh, yeah, Nicole, Nicole Kidman is kind of the big showy one, but I think being the Ricardo's not, I don't know, not lighting the world yeah. on fire is, is, is a, is a detriment to, to her chances. And also Spencer being, uh, I, I forget the director's name, but being truly Pablo just of, Lorraine, I think Pablo being a Pablo Lorraine movie yeah. and it being, uh, a weirder, darker thing than people maybe expected is also yeah. maybe hurting that. So, yeah, I think Eyes of Tammy Faye, I think Chastain is his problem. Yeah. Get it. Yeah. The, the Nicole Kidman's a good point because there were some confusing things about. Um, uh, uh, sorry, what's the movie is she in? Being, being the Ricardos. Being the Ricardos. Yeah. So, like, uh, Javier Bardem's nominated. That, that made me feel like, did people really love this movie? Because they're nominating it for quite a few things who knows i i couldn't get into it i don't know well best actor i already talked about javier bardem but we both picked will smith for king richard this seems like a lock as well benedict cumberbatch for power of the dogs nominated um and maybe was the only one i thought was could win but has not won really at all um andrew garfield for tick tick boom and denzel washington for tragedy of macbeth i mean i I mean this is this is like up there for me too Uh, Ariana debose troy kotzer but I mean, Will Smith has never won, and here he is. It's going to happen. Yeah, I think it's going to happen. And and listen, I'm I'm happy about it. Like when uh, as soon as I started and, and finished that movie, I was like, God, Will Smith is so fucking good. And it's yeah. it's he he's not always working. Like he's not as like ubiquitous and uh, popping up in something every yeah. year. And so and when if, he shows and up he and he does, brings, sometimes it, yeah. he's in a movie that is clearly not. Uh, yeah like a movie like this 
<laughs> exactly, he's in yeah. he's in fucking Gemini Man after Earth. Like you know he's he's making those choices, which is great, but it's not necessarily yeah. like he's going to be at the Oscars every year. Definitely, yeah, and and it was a good reminder of uh, just his his. Uh, charisma and his like kind of star power man where it's like uh i know adam has issues with him being like he just he just sees will smith in a lot of his roles but this one man like i didn't i saw you know uh richard williams like that's that's who i kind of like saw in the movie and i i think he's really tremendous in it like uh and and I really thought Cumberbatch was going to be the the heavy hitter in award season, and he kind of hasn't been. I wonder if the all of these Doctor Strange uh, reshoots that he's still doing uh, yeah, are taking him out. away from from that. But it's like, yeah. and obviously Will Smith is really uh, really hitting it hard. But um, yeah, I'm happy about it. I, I think you know I'm happy that he will seemingly get uh, uh, you know uh, get the gold now. And, uh, cause he's been a tremendous actor for like two decades. Three and much decades. like Denis has been able to praise all of the, the, cr- the crew and the craft stuff. Yeah. I've noticed that Will Smith has done a great job of commending the Williams sisters in his speeches Anjanu Ellis, uh, in his, speech. Oh, like, she's he, so good too. He does yeah. a great job of that, of kind of making the awards seem like it's beyond, it's even bigger than him. And the really it's, yeah, like a showcase of King Richard's work, which honestly is like the way to go. Uh, if if you're like a lock to win stuff, you don't want to fumble it at the two yard line or something. Um, Definitely, yeah, yeah. And speaking of that, we're going to be talking <laughs> about best director. Um, <laughs> I, we both picked the same person, and partially because I we both picked Jane Campion for The Power of the Dog. She's won everything, just like yeah. you know we expected. And part of the reason why I think. I picked her, even though it seems like it's Rocky Waters for Power of the Dog, um, is the fact that there really isn't a huge contender that will take that spot. I could have seen Dune do it, honestly. I could have seen Denis do it, partially because of the strength of Dune. I mean, it's going to win so many damn Oscars, and it's like yeah. that movie wasn't directed by anyone. Um, but it's <laughs> it, it just seems to me like there's no one, apart from like maybe Raisuki Hamaguchi, but that's that, that's like a very far-fetched idea like jane campion has this thing locked and it'll be you know yeah. we'll have to see what that speech is like <laughs> yeah yeah hopefully she's writing something in full um preparing no to, it's and obviously this is going back to my biases but to me this the second in this five is is spielberg for west side story i mean i've seen a lot of like he's been popping up on my and I know Twitter very much like focuses on what you like and stuff like that, but he, he has been trending a lot for scenes from West side story. Now that it's like much more available and there are scenes on Twitter in, in, in chunks and of, of people kind of praising the directing, especially of like the, uh, the, um, the, uh, the, the dance, like the act, the actual dance when there's like the jets and the, uh, uh, God, what's the other gang? Jesus, the Jets and the Sharks. Sharks uh, at the dance, and also uh, America, and just I mean, his directing is is stellar in that movie. And it seems like he's getting a lot of heat, but I, I don't think that heat's going to outdo Campion. But um, I think he, you know, would probably be second on the on the vote numbers. But yeah, I think this one's going to be Campion, despite her, uh, you know, her <laughs> her fuck Gaff. up at the uh, yeah. yeah at the which one was that Sags. Uh, that was the critics choice. I think critics yeah. choice. Um, 
which really yeah. shouldn't it technically shouldn't disqualify someone, but it might turn some people off. Yeah, we'll see. I, I think it's going to be. I, she did an incredible job on Power of the Dog. That movie is incredibly well balanced yeah. uh, in terms of its its kind of visual storytelling and um, what it shows, what it knows it needs to show, and what it doesn't. Um, yeah, I mean, she. I'd, I'd pick her to be, you know, the winner because Villain Wave's not here. <laughs> but yeah. I would say she's like she did the best directing for the Power of the Dog. I'm, 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 yeah. And honestly, I think it's, it's well deserved if, if she wins. Spielberg, I am, I'm hoping, well, he's got a lot of things coming up, but Spielberg is now, he has two best directing Oscars. He has multiple other Oscars, but he just needs one more to get to the next level. We already know he's the, like, the best director alive right now. Mm -hmm. But in terms of Oscars, which don't mean everything, He's like tied with Ang Lee, Alfonso Corral, Alejandro Iñárritu, Oliver Stone. Like these are all good directors, but the next echelon is like Frank Capra, Willie yeah. Wyler, John Ford, who have who more than four? that. John Ford, yeah, Ford has, has Ford. four, right? And Frank Capra, Willie Wyler has have three. So he's gonna win another one, I think. But it would it would be at least an Oscar history, not so much like a measurement of his success. It would push yeah. him into that next level. But yeah. it's going to happen for him. You know, he, he's got what? Like another 20 movies left, I think. Another 50 yeah, movies. Yeah, like at least another 10. I mean, he's a guy who does yeah. like, his thing is like two every three years. Yeah. Uh, I think is like he needs what to, he's talking he about. He needs to Soderbergh it and just make like one a year. Um, get the iPhone out. Get the iPhone out. Get in there. Start filming your stuff, Spielberg. You, he we does know you that. want to. He does that. Uh, where, where did I hear that that story where Spielberg? like... Uh, yeah, Spielberg oh, like yeah. will whip his phone out, and That's maybe the you new, told it to me. It's the new uh, viewfinder. Robert yeah. Rodriguez does it. Everyone does it now. Um, so he's always, he's always cooking up shots. He's always but, cooking yeah, up shots. but well, Campion winning. We, Campion for sure winning. Now there is one last award. It's the big best picture. We both changed mm. here. We we've got only five categories where we don't pick the same movie. And Brent, you picked the Power of the Dog, and I picked Coda. Well, Brent, talk about why you, you think Power of the Dog is going to continue its run and finish with a Best Picture Oscar. I, you know, I, I, I picked this despite the kind of quickly growing, uh, I guess, threat not to talk about Coda as is Coda in here threatening Brent. The, <laughs> uh, because because Coda is is very quickly winning all the kind of awards that best picture ends up getting. Right. Uh, but to me, I, I kind of was just thinking like power of the dog has had heat this whole time. Campion is a lock for director. Um, I, I think, you know, power of the dog is, is the, like, I think a uh, rotten tomatoes has an ongoing, thing of like the most nominated move or uh, the movies that have the most wins or something and power the Do it's like power the dog then dune and then i think coda's like quickly climbing up there but yeah I, I i just you know even though coda is is quickly winning these these precursors i i still think power the dog is gonna kind of beat it out in the end yeah i mean it makes sense power of the dog is kind of undeniable it really is just who is it's it's such a strong movie and we've seen this before like nomadland did this they they won everything and then nothing changed you know they just kept yeah. winning 
everything. There's like no drama um, towards the end. But I feel like there's a little bit more um, drama now. I think partially because of this 10 nomination rule that's like new mandatory and then ranked choice voting i, I think is that's mm. going to play a huge part of this True. because of the polarization around some of these stuff um not to say that coda isn't polarizing some people truly have uh problems with it but i i i feel like it winning the pga and the pga has the largest like overlap between oscar voters and yeah and other people is the PGA. Coda won that. The second largest overlap is the SAG Awards, and Coda yeah, won that. Yeah. So I, I just I feel like there's a lot to say that Coda may sweep in here and will win. And I I, I saw like an award show uh, where when Coda won, um, everyone stood up and clapped. And the only other time I saw that was for Parasite, which also came in, wow. you know, an hour and beat uh, 1917. Uh, I don't know. I feel like it's possible. Power of the Dog could definitely win. There is something that's changed in the Oscars because now both of these movies are from streamers. This is Netflix would have its very first best picture with Power of the Dog. Um, and Coda would be Apple's first. Uh, but also they have only done it for a couple of years, which is kind of crazy. Yeah, but yeah. We'll have to see. And I do know there's a lot of like Netflix bias in the Academy. They, True. This is... Remember, the power of the dog wanted to be screened at Cannes, but Cannes said no because it was a Netflix movie. There's a That's lot great. of like animosity towards them, even though Coda is also a streaming movie. A lot of people think Netflix like broke Hollywood. Um, so yeah. we'll see. But obviously, not great reasons to not vote for a good movie. But true, true. These are I'd be I'd be happy with either. You know, to clarify, like if uh, I wait, hold on. They're announcing oh. that Don't Look Up just won Best Picture. Wow. Wow. It, wow. Well, it's, it's to get people to watch. They said, Don't Look Up. Come, watch the Oscars to see Don't Look Up win Best Picture. Wow. Wow. <laughs> oh, that's, that's, their new, that's their new tactic. The most viewed film in the history of streaming. Don't Look Up. Wow. Uh, yeah. I mean, uh, it's, it's going to be... Interesting, man. Like, uh, there's there's a lot of locks. There's some interesting deviations. Um, you know, we'll have to see. Last year, you came out ahead, right? Yeah, by like two. But the thing, but it'll I, be similar this year. It'll be one of us by like one. Here's or the two. thing, Brent. You always surprise me. You got like all of the shorts, and that's like a great way to pick up. You know, a lot of like. Uh, I, I think it's like easy pickings. If you know the shorts that are going to win, you got like four in the bag. I truly knew absolutely nothing. Not even who produced them last year. I was just like, this one sounds like it's a heavy theme. I'm picking yeah. it. <laughs> so yeah, uh, we'll see, man. I, I'm probably going to do worse this year in categories like that. So, uh, you know, cause I, I had a good run of those. So we'll, we'll see, man. Yeah. Um, I just wanted to correct something. Uh, Van Morrison isn't singing. They did exclude that one song. So everyone oh, that's else. What I, that's what I was trying to say. Yeah. That he, uh, for some reason, isn't going to, going to be there. So yeah, yeah, he doesn't vax. So that's probably the, the, mm. the biggest thing. Oh, you know what? We forgot to predict Brent. Hmm. Twitter's hashtag best fan. Oh, whatever the fuck. God. Oh, how could we forget that movie? On our damn whip, prediction. Whip up a slide. Whip up a slide. No, no, you don't. Let's see. Um, who do you let's think? Let's guess. Um, How'd we almost forget that? I'll, I'll <laughs> say who. I, I think. It, 
despite all the weird fan rigging that's go like the Depp fans are like promoting some movie that he was oh, in shit. that nobody know fucking that. knows anything about because they're like Johnny De- uh, keep him yeah. working uh, Johnny De- and just like weird thing like fucking uh, the Cinderella Amazon movie I think I think Spider-Man's gonna win it oh, okay just that's to good. be boring like I, there was that 10 finalists and there were listen if it's malignant, I'm going to stand up and scream oh, yeah. out of pure joy because it was in the 10, but I think it it's was my number fun. one snub for best picture. <laughs> I hope that's true. Yeah. Uh, I think it's that Cinderella movie. I feel like if wow, they don't really? give it, well, just in terms of actual tweets. Yeah. Cinderella movie. But if it doesn't win, I think there will be a lot of not to sound Trumpy, but a lot of conspiracies around vote rigging. Does that make sense? Like a lot of like, oh, someone filtered out the actual tweets because there's a shit ton uh, of Cinderella tweets. And if it didn't win, then it meant that they like looked at the tallies and were like, well, some of these, that doesn't count. Let's give it to this other thing. Like, <laughs> I, you know, I mean, listen, I cool. hope to witness the chaos of Amazon's girl boss Cinderella movie winning. And just, just to see what, yeah they do about that because because it's all it's all like meme tweets right it's like people or do people like it because I, I just remember it oh. being cringy like i mean it, uh, the the what's her name the actress in it she's the real reason olivia rodrigo is that her name oh no i don't think no, so no 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 it's Carmia K- cabello yeah Kermia, that's it something wow, like that we are so old she, i yeah they are this is not like uh these are very real fans of hers that oh. are following the rules. Okay, okay. They're, the Academy said, tweet us 20 times a day, and they're doing it. So it's not like they're cheating. But okay. Well, you know they, what? I, I appreciate that more than the like fucking uh, trolly kind of like, uh, let's let's nominate yeah. the cringe like Army of Cinderella. The Dead. Get Army of the Dead in because oh, we can't God. vote for another movie. That does, yeah. That's insane. Yeah, yeah, so if it wins on that grounds, uh, I heard everybody said that movie was not good, but <laughs> I think that would just be some fun chaos to yeah. add and to it's, the Oscars. I feel like there's going to be some filtering happening because whenever they release their short list of most tweeted movies, Power of the Dog was on that list and so was Drive My Car. And I was like... That feels weird. That doesn't yeah. sound... Who's hitting right. the Twitter like drive my <laughs> drive my car? Is, yeah, uh, I was, yeah, and it was yeah, it was like Spider Man, Venom, Power of the Dog, the most popular tweeted move. And I was like, no, there's some <laughs> there's something happening, some here. funny business, yeah. some funny business. Well, let us. I guess this is it before the show because we'll have a reaction afterwards. Well, we can talk a little bit more about like the show and oh yeah yeah whatever happens there and the surprises but any final thoughts on the academy awards which are happening in days yeah as of recording this it's happening in uh in five days like i said i'm gonna miss probably the first half but i'll uh download it or i'll find a way to watch the first well, the, half that i missed the first hour is not even televised so i guess i guess so yeah so i'll hopefully i won't miss too much uh yeah i mean i'm curious to see what this show looks like um i'm happy now that they're including the speeches from the the cut you know um categories uh at least uh so uh yeah and i we'll see man i I know last year we very much went into our post-show oscar talk like who boy huh like 
I and, and it was I, wild. To be fair, I liked. You know, I thought like most of it was well done, and I thought it was a very. Uh, you know, I, I think there were some decisions that fucking backfired uh, profoundly, and uh, I'm I'm curious to see it. Kind of, uh, I guess I guess it'll be maybe a more normal seeming show this year, even with the, the cut categories, I guess we'll see. But uh, I mean, I always love watching award shows, Academy Awards, uh, the Oscars have always been the, the big one that I love checking out. Even if I don't love all the nominees and all the movies, it's still something that um, I always enjoy watching. So, yeah. Yeah. It's going to be really exciting. I, I'm glad that there are maybe like five or six categories that we're not sure uh, which way that they're going to go. It is unfortunate that four of those categories are not going to be seen live. So that surprise will probably be muted. Um, yeah. But at the same time, I'm really glad that it's, it seems like it's just going to be a giant celebration of movies and films. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's, that's exciting. Like I, we've all like, we have the chance and of watching like some big, I don't know, some Dune 2 concept art in the commercials or something like some (laughs) big budget stuff happening at the same time that we're honoring like these movies that are some of the best cinema around. So it's it's still crazy to me that they don't go for like a Super Bowl strategy of like or no, there's something. No, no, no. That was uh, attached to Doctor Strange. Um, I was thinking of something else, but it's still crazy to me that they aren't promoting like yeah. we're going to premiere the Thor love and thunder trailer during yeah. the Oscars. And like that would boost the numbers more oh, than sure. any of these fucking category changes. What it's insane. Yeah. It's insane. Their strategy, like it should be a marketing thing, not yeah. a like, and they can make it change the show thing. And they can yeah. make it fair. Like obviously Disney owns ABC, which happens to run the Oscars, but they can make it fair. They can go to each studio and be like, Give us something Let's you want to all, premiere. Yeah, premiere the bit. But then again, maybe they'll be like, well, that will just help your ads. Hmm. Yeah, I, it I is mean, weird. it's probably. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It is. It's, it's conflicted. I think ABC ran ads talking about the live, we don't talk about Bruno performance. And I'm Phil smart. Lord complained uh, because he thought it was favoritism towards a movie that's nominated. So they had to stop promoting it so i don't know i think i feel that yeah there might be a lot of like uh there might uh, a step toes if you start like premiering yeah. stuff but yeah. it's not gonna happen if everyone does it like if everyone's like yeah there's eyeballs fuck yeah let's do it I, I and i wonder how much of it is like there are far fewer eyeballs if you look at just just the last couple years true um than there have been in the past like it is no super bowl anymore and what is nothing yeah but well, um, yeah, Daddy James Cameron is gonna fix this next year. I tell you what, he has he, the he not only has the the highest grossing movies, he has the highest rated Oscars under his belt. Titanic and Avatar are the two highest gross or highest like rated Oscars ever. Like ninety million <laughs> people watch the Oscars, and yeah. now they're you, last year. Avatar, the, yeah, last year Avatar, there, there was yeah. ten ten million people from ninety million to ten million last year. Wild. James Cameron's gonna save us. Am I right? He's, if Avatar Two is a stinker, it's going to be nominated for Best Picture. Picture. Yeah, <laughs> and it's going like, to win. Get back here, motherfucker! It's going to win hashtag Film Fan Favorite as well. He's just going to yeah. clean sweep, uh, first time. Yeah. All right. Well, let us know what you think. <laughs> let us know what your predictions are. I'm sure there's a ballot you can fill out, but we'll see you here next week. Bye. Yeah. See.